Welcome back to Love Letters and Mixtapes. I am so glad you're here. This podcast explores all the things that our younger selves needed to hear, whether that was 30 years ago, 3 years ago, or yesterday. After you listen to this episode, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite listening platform. And if you enjoyed this episode, please consider donating to support this podcast by clicking the link in my Instagram bio at Love Letters and Mixtapes or scrolling down to the notes section of this episode. Well, this week, I wanted to talk about breakdowns and breakthroughs. And before we really begin exploring the topic, I wanted to check in about what each of those feel like or look like in our lives. Breakdowns can feel pretty negative. They can feel like obstacles in our path. They can feel as if everything is going the wrong way, that we have done something wrong, that something about us is wrong, that we don't fit. And it feels pretty heavy. And then when you think about a breakthrough, you think about this feeling of lightness and forward motion and energy and a breakthrough is inspired and you're evolving and it seems pretty wonderful. And one of the reasons I wanted to speak about this today is because I actually feel like breakdowns and breakthroughs are far more aligned than we give them credit for. And maybe the problem isn't that one is negative and one is positive. Maybe it's just our perspective and our lack of discernment in the moment. Earlier this week, I had one of those social media memories pop up, something along the lines of, oh, look, you posted this a year ago today. And it was pretty confronting because this time a year ago, a lot of things in my life were breaking down. And at the time, it did feel really negative. And now looking back, I actually see that it was an opportunity for breakthroughs. Yay for perspective. <laughs> but at the time, I had written this, and I thought I'd read it here. If something in our lives is continually breaking down and always seems on the verge of falling apart, maybe we should just let it. Sometimes I think the aha moment occurs when we stop evaluating our strength and skill by how hard we can work to fix things, how proficient we are at foreseeing problems, or how skilled we are at playing emotional and intellectual chess, and instead appreciate how gracefully we can let things go. I've always said that I don't know how God uses me, but if I really believe that, then I also don't know how God uses other people or things in my life. Maybe God uses breakage to teach me that it's okay to not evaluate my worth through my ability to fix or repair what does not want to be repaired. Maybe God taps into my human weakness and limits to teach me about the discerning power of letting go instead of the draining experience of muscling through. One of my favorite books is Drop the Rock, and I opened it to a quote that was pretty perfect, and I thought I'd share it here. It says, Authenticity is being true to a vision and purpose. We are authentic when we choose to act and feel and choose to behave in balance with the higher values and principles we've chosen for our lives. If those principles and values are not fully in place and manifested, it doesn't make us phony. It makes us human. If we feel the conflict between who we are 
and who we would become. It is good. It signals that we understand the difference between reality and fantasy and are moving toward reality. So I wanted to share that because I felt like it completely aligned with this topic of breakdowns and breakthroughs and how we show up or experience both of those things. And to piggyback on some of my recent episodes where I highlighted the experience of adult children of alcoholism or addiction or family dysfunction, for a lot of us who experience that and are trying to find our way as adults in this world and letting go some of our survival mechanisms in order to thrive, this is an area that really can challenge us especially when we feel like something is breaking down because we are hardwired to fix things, to repair things, to make everything better, to be better, to be perfect, to be exactly what you need. And that just makes us invisible. And so I think that if we're having this conversation about breakdowns and breakthroughs, we have to first check in with ourselves and say, Do I even find it acceptable that something can break down and that it is not my role to fix it or repair it or figure out another way and say, what if I just, what if I just? I think that that can be so challenging and really taps into some of our core wounds and how we see ourselves and how we see the world and how we see what we no longer want to be. So if you are in that space and me talking about that really brings those feelings to the surface, I just suggest that you just be gentle with yourself. Nothing I talk about here is that we bully ourselves even more. I'm pretty sure that most of us have done a really good job of beating ourselves up. I guess the reason I'm talking about this is so that we become familiar with it. It no longer becomes that thing that dominates us or scares us, and we can just see the shape of this in our lives and say, oh, I can step away from that little by little. I no longer have to be that. So if for you, the idea of something breaking down, whether that is a dynamic or a relationship or a way of experiencing the world or how the world experienced you, if that breaking down feels just completely unacceptable to you, I think that this episode is for you. I think for many of us, we have this belief that we have the control or the ability to prevent those breakdowns, and that is our role, versus the belief that if we are a human being having a human experience, breakdowns are inevitable, and that perfection or perceived perfection is actually not our goal. Our goal here is to show up, do the best we can, evolve, hopefully help other people every now and then, but it is not about perfection. When I look at our experience here, I look at it as an experience of wholeness. And wholeness does not mean perfection. Wholeness means that all of you is welcome here, and it means that no part of you is left out. And if we are looking at things through that lens, then breakdowns seem a really likely part of the wholeness journey. And another way to look at it is how often are we cutting ourselves off 
from experiences, from relationships, realizations, growth, and opportunities by overcompensating or only being willing to show others our most perfect self. And if we only create connection based on a mask of perfection, how will we ever be comfortable with ourselves or others when we are less than perfect, when we are whole, when we are human? And in the past, our survival, our self-preservation, our protection may have been rooted in that perfection, in always being the fixer, always being perfect, having absolutely no needs, saying to ourselves, well, I don't ask for much, and giving ourselves a pat on the back for that. That might have saved us in the past, but how is that blocking us in the present? And what will that cut us off from in the future? I also think that sometimes we have a very fixed belief about what the world wants from us, how the world sees us, and what spaces are open to us, as if we cannot take on a different role, as if it's not up to us. And I think that when we do not have agency or power or decision-making when we're younger, those stories can really take root. But as we get older and we mature and we're out there in the world, it really is up to us to carve out new roles and write new stories and look at how we hold on to those roles and how we are the ones who refuse to let them go sometimes. Something I often say about myself is that I am not willing to let go of my struggle without a struggle. You can listen to that one again because I'm sure it applies to many of you as well. But how often are we the ones who are unwilling to let go while the story we tell ourselves is, this is the only way I can receive love. This is the only way I can receive affirmation or acceptance by being in this role. And what would happen if we stepped out of that? What would happen if we were forced out of that by circumstance or just by the human experience of things not going our way? What happens when we lose the job? What happens when our partner no longer wants to be in relationship with us? What happens when our bodies fail us? All of these things will inevitably be part of our journey in some way. And how do we see ourselves and show up in the world when everything breaks down and then we break down and our worst fears are triggered because if we can't fix it, everything must be wrong. <laughs> and how humbling is it when we realize eventually through much struggle possibly that we were not playing that role. We didn't have to fix everything. Maybe in a lot of those scenarios, we were actually blocking things or limiting our own experience. It's something to think about, and I would encourage you to even pause this episode and think for a minute about what that looks like in your own life. How often have you told yourself the story of what is valuable within you? What do others love and appreciate within you? and how you have to constantly maximize and be in overdrive and always showing your best self. And when have you realized that that was not the truth? 
that that might just have been a story that you were cycling through over and over and over again. And what has happened in those moments when the mask comes off, that mask of perfection? What happens when those breakdowns occur? What exits your life? What comes into your life? What do you suddenly have space for in your life when you are no longer juggling everything and trying to keep that mask on and trying to keep up the facade and trying to overcompensate? When you let all of that go, what do you have bandwidth for? And what happens when we are willing to let go of that story? When we take out a page, we pick up a pen, and we start writing a new story. One thing I always like to remind myself is that we are not defined by the worst things that have happened to us. We are not defined by the worst things we've ever done or the worst qualities of other people that we had to survive. That is not the only way that we can be defined in this world. And if we've had very heightened experiences with those things, whether it is trauma, whether we have inflicted trauma, whether we have just navigated those really challenging interpersonal dynamics and it really left a mark on us, that is not the only part of our story. It can feel like a very loud part of our story, but we also have the ability to write a new one. And so if you have found yourself playing that part that someone else wrote for you that no longer suits you, I want to encourage you to start imagining, planting those seeds of a new story. Who can you be in this world, even in the midst of a breakdown? And how often would that lead you to a breakthrough? And what does that breakthrough look like in your life? You know, as someone who has experienced some fairly unpleasant and deeply traumatic events, I am pretty averse when people say, oh, well, the worst thing that ever happened to me was the best thing that ever happened to me, as if I had to earn this experience in some way. So I do not want to misconstrue what I'm trying to say here. I am saying that maybe I don't have the final judgment on what something is in my life. And maybe that story isn't completed in the moment that I experience it. Maybe there are some things left unsaid, undone, and they're still in the works. And just because I can't see it in the moment doesn't mean it's not unfolding in the background of my life. And of course, the face that we want to present to the world is what we believe is our highest self. You know, very often for us, that can be that version of ourself that has no needs, that has no flaws, that can always have the answer, that can always do the thing, that can always help, that can always fix, because we don't see value in all of the other parts of ourselves. But I think that that's really important to look at every now and then and say, what am I hiding from the world and why am I assigning all of these characteristics to it? This last year, I experienced just a carnival ride of emotions and experiences um, internally. I think outwardly, I did a pretty good job of maintaining, but inwardly, I mean, I experienced rejection, insecurity, shame, just being overwhelmed by my flaws. And I think that those things are what prevent me from 
living my best life or connecting with other people and I perceive them as shackles around my feet and as much as I don't want to believe it, those things, those flaws, those perceived flaws are actually a doorway. They're a key. They are the connection because these are part of my wholeness. They are part of your wholeness and they're important elements in authentic connection. And as much as we don't want to share these sides of ourselves because Either it seems inconvenient to the relationship or to other people or we think it would block us from things or because the world tells us these things are undesirable. I think one of the most profound things that we can experience is connection and someone else out there needs to hear your story. They need to hear how it all went sideways, how everything went wrong, everything imploded, everything you worked for was taken away from you and you still survived. That is a story that affirms our experience. Because if the only story we ever hear is how, you know, we earned everything, you know, that word is really tricky, (laughs) how we earned everything and we finally deserved it and then we got everything. I don't know that that's a relatable story. I think that the world tells us it's relatable, but I actually don't think it is. I think for so many of us, our path is far more circuitous and, you know, the obstacles are not in the way. I think the obstacles are the way. It's the last thing we want to believe, right? Especially when we're in it, especially when our entire lives we've been fed and fed ourselves this story that if we could just be perfect, everything would go our way. And how confronting is it when even in the midst of our perfection, things fall apart. In the midst of us trying our hardest, trying to be better, minimizing our needs, making our personalities really small, removing our wants, just showing up almost like a blank page and still things don't go our way. I think that's an important conversation to have. Even if it's just with ourselves, it is really important. Maybe some of the things that I'm mentioning in this episode can feel a little triggering or they're touching a wound or you're just feeling pretty raw about maybe some loss or rejection or things that have not gone well or your perceived breakdowns. I get that because I am not always in a place where I want to tell everyone what's going on in my life. And if we're not in a place where we feel that we can share with others yet or we can't articulate it, maybe it's time we just started telling ourselves the truth, taking a minute every day and just telling ourselves the truth. And in doing that, removing some of the sting from it, removing some of the characterizations or mischaracterizations about our truth, maybe just increasing our tolerance for our own wholeness and seeing what that does in our lives. And if we increase that tolerance for ourselves, maybe, just maybe, it increases our tolerance for that wholeness in other people. Something to think about. I think I pull a lot of inspiration from books and art and music and movies. And one book that is the definition of breakdowns that led to breakthroughs is a book by Joseph Heller called Catch-22. I'm sure you've heard the phrase Catch-22, but the book is just a series of anxiety and breakdowns. 
But what I love most about the book is that the last few pages are probably the most positive and hopeful and inspiring pages in literature. And there's this quote that I love that I wanted to share. The main character says, I am not running away from my responsibilities. I'm running to them. There is nothing negative about running away to save my life. And if we're talking about breakdowns and breakthroughs, I encourage you to take a few moments this week to look at your own life through that lens. What lessons have those breakdowns revealed for you? What doors inside of yourself have they opened? What have they forced you to tell the truth about when everything goes sideways and nothing follows along the path that you have so meticulously built for yourself and it just all falls apart? Your self-perception falls apart. Your relationships fall apart. The way you see yourself in the world falls apart. What is actually happening there? And what breakthroughs are occurring simultaneously, even if we reject them? Because that's another part of it. You know, these things can be going on in our lives and we're pushing them away. But what does that look like? And how can we show up for it? And how can we increase our tolerance or our emotional sobriety in those moments when we want to get swept up in that old story that tells us that we are worthless, that we deserved this, that we haven't done enough to earn something else. And if we just tried harder, could be better, could be more perfect, all would be well. How can we step away from that and just allow the breakthroughs to show up in our lives and to lead us in a new direction. I've been thinking about this so much in my own life the last few years. I also want to encourage you to not think of yourself in isolation as you process your own breakdowns, because I think that's something we very often do. We think, I am the only one. I am the only one being rejected. I am the only one failing. Everyone else can do this, and I am the only one who struggles with it. And I just want to remind you that we are programmed not to talk about these things. We are programmed to package them in a way that is acceptable to society, but that actually all of us experience this on some level. And the more aligned you are with your own breakdowns and breakthroughs, the more you'll perceive it in the world around you. And it won't feel like an anomaly. Things might actually start to look like they're happening right on time. And I wanted to close out this episode with a sweet, beautiful quote from a film called Elizabethtown, where our main character is having every type of breakdown you could possibly imagine. <laughs> and instead of trying to fix it for him, someone in the film says, I want you to get into the deep, beautiful melancholy of everything that's happened and she encourages that because she trusts that the breakdown is the breakthrough that's exactly what i want for you this week until next time make sure to hit the follow button on your favorite podcast listening platform take a moment to rate and review this podcast and if you enjoyed this episode consider donating to support this podcast by clicking the link in my Instagram bio or scrolling down to the notes section of this episode.